Ah, it's Deprogram, the podcast where we try to get you into a band. That's right. We've done all the work for you. All you have to do is sit back and listen. First play, if you will. And today we're talking about Bauhaus. And I, I want to say first things first. Um, Gavin, you put them up on the board. And I, I'm, I'm excited because I, of all the bands that we've done... Um, I didn't think that this panel was going to come together and I didn't think it would take this band to get this panel together. So I'm really excited to see how you two gel. So Gavin, talk to me about Bauhaus and and why did we need to do Bauhaus today? Oh, I always say this like to you, Justin, cause I'm such a kid of the eighties and um, you know, Fredo and I have a lot in common in that way. I'm always like, so pumped by what he, uh, he reps, you know, like, he loves Adam and the Ants, and he was into that Waitresses episode, and I think we're pretty much probably the same age, but, you, you know, you come to a lot of this stuff as an adult. Like, I can't imagine coming to Bauhaus as an adult. I, I don't know what that would be like. They're, to me, you know, it was, I think it was important. I came to them as a 15-year-old boy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought that I, I couldn't, when I first kind of, um was exposed to them their whole like they were so they were such a package their whole design element was exciting and they all their song titles and the way that they looked and they were like a world into themselves they were romantic and literate and strange and like educated but dark and they just really captured my imagination as a boy. And they continue to do that in my 50s. Like I've never gotten, um, the spell's never been broken for me. Yeah. You love to hear it. Like that's, <laughs> you know, the spell is broken. What a, what a way to put it. Um, so that, that brings us to our, our other panelists today. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that this is Fredo's 50th episode of Deprogrammed. We will talk more about that for sure on After the Fact, but I, d- I did want to yes. say that on air. This is number 50, Fredo. Why- <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Why Bauhaus? Oh, before I go to why Bauhaus, I want to say thank you, Gavin. Thank you for being somebody my age. <laughs> I know. Or close to it and understanding when I say what it's like to come about this music as you're growing up and not as an adult. Yeah. You know, when you talk about goth music, depending on who you are, there are two, there, there are two names that come up as to who really invented goth or where goth was the birth. birth. Joy Division's Love Will, tell it, will Tear Us Apart and Bauhaus's Bella Lugosi's Dead. Depending yeah. on who you know, those are the two that go back and forth. But Bauhaus, there was nothing like them when, when, when they came out. I mean, you want to talk about uh, dark, mysterious, um, for a guy who grew up on Universal Monsters, watching, you know, <laughs> Frankenstein and Dracula and, and, and the Wolfman. To, to, to hear a song when it first came out, Bella Lugosi's Dead, that referenced an actor that I knew from 
a genre of movies that I loved. And it, it just the imagery was was just there. I mean, it, it, it and it's funny because throughout my my life, Bauhaus has come in and out, in and out. Um, partially because of them, partially because in the '90s, Peter Murphy, the lead singer, got into a uh, um, got into a solo career, uh, solo career, and he yeah. has one of the most incredible voices. Um, which just sounds more mature on his solo stuff, you know. Um, but I, but he was there. Then when they, uh, I got to see them when they did their um, the reunion tour and they opened up for Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Um, where when they came back, Peter Murphy, Bauhaus was doing Bella Lugosi's Dead at Coachella, and Peter Murphy hung upside down like a bat for the full <laughs> 15 minutes. <laughs> and it's just like, ah! <laughs> you know? Um, but a lot of people don't know that, I, that, that, I'm, that I, I really got into goth growing up. Um, you know, you hear about the metal and the rap and the, and, and the new wave and the punk, but you never hear about how much I, I got into goth. And I'm actually, yeah. and I'm actually having a, a kind of goth renaissance this yeah. year. Um, because I'm gonna go see Sisters of Mercy next week. Nice. I'm gonna see Ministry when they open up for uh, Alice Cooper and who else is Alice Cooper playing with? I can't remember. But Ministry is opening up for them. Uh, I'm gonna see The Cure, and then I'm yeah. gonna top, and then I'm gonna top it off with Depeche Mode. That's excellent. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a nice goth. And if Susie would make her way over here, oh my God. Yeah, she's playing oh. again. I yeah. love, yeah, I know she, did, did you see pictures of her? Yeah, she looks um, great. Oh my God, she's, I, I, I'm so in love with Susie. <laughs> Fredo, um, do you, do you remember, like, we never, I never heard, I don't think I ever heard that term goth, you know, uh, at least not, maybe, maybe till the very late 80s or early 90s, like, mid- we called that music death rock in California. Oh, did you? No, we called yeah. it. We well, I I don't think it had a name until like maybe the mid '80s or or later '80s is when it, you know it it, yeah. was, it was called goth. We just called it dark. Yeah, <laughs> dark and and, and it, you know, uh, yeah. It just it was just such a unique sound. Well, I mean, you know, the the late '70s and the early '80s gave us so many different types of unique sounds and. Bauhaus was definitely one of them. All, all those bands you just named are totally different under well, that banner yeah. of goth, right? Yeah, those are exactly. All super unique, interesting sure. bands in their own right, you know? Mm-hmm. 100%. So, Bauhaus for me is one of those bands that has kind of been circling in my periphery like forever. You know, like it, it's one of those bands. It's it's not one of those bands that uh, you know I was I was not excited to to listen to because oh you got to listen to Bauhaus, Justin. It was never that, but it was like a name that would come up in conversation, kind of like in passing. You know, um, I know even most recently, um, Gavin and I were talking about you know how Billy Corgan is a Bauhaus fan, um, and I was Doesn't saying, me. and I was saying how. Mark Hoppus of Blink One Eighty Two is a Bauhaus fan. Like that surprises me. <laughs> it's, I mean, 
<laughs> but but right. to your point, like goth man, like it, 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 the the music was you know kind of moody, um, very gothic. You know, was was yeah. very much the thing I got pretty much from the jump, and uh, I was like, oh okay, so so this is what's up. Um, but other than that, you know, I hadn't. I I don't think I'd ever heard a Bauhaus tune before doing you never, this. You, you didn't hear Bella Lugosi's dead? I don't think, I mean, if, if I did, it didn't ring a bell when I heard it, you know, in the playlist. Okay. So, you know, somehow I managed to, you know, get through 42 years of my life without hearing it. So, uh, you guys, you guys have exposed me to something new today. Um, you think of it. <laughs> I, I like it, man. I like it a lot. So, I mean, it, it isn't, it's not a band that's gonna, you know, invade my playlist. It's not a band I'm gonna listen to like all the time. But this is definitely something that <clears throat> that I dig. That's something that's that's gonna pop up. You know, I'll, I'll probably pop a couple songs into some playlists, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to get so far ahead so I can have time to like listen to things just for enjoyment. <laughs> so you know, right. maybe, <laughs> maybe a couple of these songs will will find their way in. But um. You know that's not why we're here. Uh, you know we'll, we'll get more into that. You know in the in the song portion, but um, this isn't a. I, I we sliced off a good portion of the discography, right, Gavin? Um, you kind of yeah. Were, so uh, so tell me like how you how you decided to frame it up, and um, and then t- walk me through like how how you picked your twenty. Like what was your uh, process? So I, I really just looked at what was on Spotify, right? And um, to me, you know, Bauhaus is those first four records that they did mm-hmm. right in a row, four years in a row, 80, 81, 82, 83, bam. But then they had so many great singles. There's a lot of stuff that wasn't on Spotify that's really amazing, like a lot of their B-sides and weird just kind of off compilations or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um. I looked at what was on there. I hope you liked the uh, the list, Fredo. I just oh, I together, loved it. Cool. I, I loved put, it. Right on. I tried to put together what I thought was um, the best of the singles from that era. Putting together my list, I got my first 18 in like three minutes. I just looked at the list, went down it, put a check mark next to my favorites, and I had 18 songs. Hmm. Getting those last two slots, like, I mean, I was still working on it today. It, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. It was like, there was so much, I was like, kept flipping and like, am I trying for album representation and, um, or maybe we should show them that they can do a side of this or a side of that, or it was really a struggle for those last two slots. So, you know, I, I know there's usually a method to your, to your madness, Fredo. Uh, does that continue here or, or did you kind of stray and try something new? I, I I was going with it, and then I realized while I was listening to the first album. Now, mind you, uh, again, I haven't did a deep dive into Bauhaus in, I don't know, 25 years. But I used to really, really be into them. So as I'm, lis- so as I'm listening to it, I had to stop myself. In certain on certain albums to make sure that I had a good representation of everything, mm. and I ended up 
just leaving off a couple off the first album um, because I went heavy on on the third album. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that that um, uh, is it the, the shot. Uh, the sky's gone out is yeah. such an amazing album. My favorite. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, you 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 know how I do it. I I I pretty much listen to I I kind of the same way Gavin does. Like I can do a quick look and say, okay, these are definitely make it, and then hear the albums to kind of kickstart my brain um, to fill it out. But this one, this one was probably a little more difficult than uh, um, than I thought it was going to be because there's just so much I had forgotten. Mm. Now that's something I don't hear a lot from you. Usually, you, I mean, I don't think I've ever heard you actually say it's easy, but I know for a fact I've never heard you say this was kind of difficult. Yeah, well, I mean, well, you're old enough now to understand that, to understand this, that you go through phases mm-hmm. uh, in your life of music. And there's music that you might have liked when you were younger that you probably still like today, but, you know, that was part of when you were younger. Mm-hmm. Now, imagine, uh, and, and I don't know if you even listen to them anymore, but let's say uh, ICP. Yeah. Let's say, you know, it's been, uh, and I know you were a big ICP fan. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's been, you know, you find yourself not listening to them as much these days because you've matured, you've grown up, you've gotten into different things. And then all of a sudden it's been 15 years, 20 years since you listened to them. And then you did a deep dive on all of their early stuff. (laughs) I mean, you'd be like, oh, shit, I forgot that. Oh, my (laughs) God, this is so good. And, And, you know, and then all of a sudden... And again, in your case, and Gavin can understand this, you're tying the music not as a complete catalog. You're tying, you're, you're tying the music as something that came out while you were growing up. And so you can attach some of this music to, um, uh, to memories, you know? Yeah. And, and, there's no, and there's no complete... Um, there's no complete catalog. Like, like Bi- when Bauhaus put out um, Mask, you didn't have everything after that. Right. You know? Um, and, and so, that, so that, that's always a different lens when you're looking at it because um, like, like, like Dr. Tim, uh, when him and I did uh, The Monkees, mm-hmm. it was, you tied it to these memories that you had. You know, and I say that all the time when 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 I end up, you know, doing the panel with the young bucks. <laughs> so, I'm glad I'm, you know, some of the things that you guys are saying, like I'm, like the sky's gone out. I definitely found that was the album I was drawn to. I liked a lot of the stuff before, and you know, I liked the stuff after. I really dug like the the singles Gavin picked out, but as a complete album, sky's gone out was the one I was like I locked in on. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know where my chopping went. Like, I don't, I don't know. How, like, looking at it, I can't tell what's from what. So I don't know, like, how the represent representation shakes out. But uh, I know I had a good portion of that record on my first pass for sure. So I feel like I was you know, c- kind of in the same place. You don't put the albums next to the singles. Uh, 
no like when i when i transfer it from my phone to the um to paper i just write the name of the song so ah yeah but you know there we are uh you know i don't (laughs) i i don't have a good feel here so i'm kind of you know i'm kind of curious like let's do this next level what do you think gavin for the uh for the final say how many you think we get through unanimous well, I'm a positive person, much like Fredo. And so uh, <laughs> you're you're always the wild card, Justin. And coming to a Bauhaus list like this, I, I have no clue like what you're going to do. But I'm going to shoot the moon. I'm going to say we're, I think I think a lot of their songs stand out. I, I think we're going to get seven. Ooh, okay. Wow. Yeah, I like it. Swing for the fences, man. I'm dig- I dig it. What do, you th- what do you think, Fredo? Ooh. Ooh. Do you, well, do you undercut it or do you over overdo it? Oh no 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 no! no. I'm I'm undercutting mainly because um uh mainly because I I don't know Gavin. Mm-hmm. I don't you know we haven't done a, a panel. Um, and and like he said, you're a wild card. So I mean, who the hell knows? You know what you have on your list. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna go with I I think I'm gonna go with four. Ooh. Okay. I think four is a is, is a good is, is a good number. Oh, okay. Well, anything less than four seems like way too little, and anything more than seven seems like way too much. So I got to do. Oh, you know what? It's it's the first time it's been open in a while. I'm gonna take my the good old standby right in the middle, number five. Nice. Can't go wrong with five. Five 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 can get it done. So we are going to take a quick pause, and when we come back, we're going to play the game, Jack. It's deprogrammed. Kickstart your road to fitness with the Hard Work Works Fitness app for all ability levels. Full gym, no gym, no problem. What's included? Over 200 workout plans available for every situation from a full gym to no equipment at all. Nutrition guide to help you stay on track, and all of this is only $10 a month. There's a special offer for Deprogram listeners. Use promo code STUPID and get your first month free. The Hard Work Works Fitness app. Decide, commit, succeed, and join the hustle today. And with that, the name of the game is Deprogrammed. The three of us have come through a selection of the Bauhaus discography and plucked out 20 songs that we're now going to match together in an attempt to create a top 10 starter kit for you. In case, like me, you have never given Bauhaus the time of day. And how dare you? Um, I feel like there's a lot of places I can go for starters. All right. This name, this name got brought up. There's, there's zero chance Fredo doesn't have it. So <laughs> big spoilers. Might as well go here first. Bella Lugosi's dead. Of course. Oh yeah. There we go. That's, We're all uh, started. That's yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Fredo, they wrote that at their first practice in like 20 Did minutes. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. That's, that's so awesome. Yeah. Have you seen The Hunger, the movie with Bowie? Yep. Yeah, they play that, you know, that movie. It's really cool. You know, one of the memories I have with that song is I went to a goth club in Philadelphia. It was called The Vampire Club. And uh, and and walking in there, uh, a walking in there, 
to hear that song playing and I'm looking at all the gods. And and the one thing about me is I never dress like a god. Right. I'm uh I'm walking in there, you know, I'm I'm a colorful guy with all this color on and people <laughs> People are looking at me the way they would look at a goth person. Right. Who a club. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I just like, uh, and my friend David Lugo, who, who's the one who lived in Philly, who took us there, he's like, I told you you should have worn something else. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> what the hell? I didn't. <laughs> that sounds perfect. All right. One in the books. Mm-hmm. That felt like a softball, so might as well take it, pick, oh, yeah. take it first. All right. Uh, Gavin, where do you want to go? Well, since nobody really mentioned this record, I'm going to go to the second record, Mask, which is a record that really has grown on me, Fredo. Like, I wasn't really that... It was probably the record I knew least when I was a kid, but I really like it now. You guys have Kick in the Eye. Oh, yeah. Yes, I do. Nice. That's a great song, too. It is. I I love that, that bass line to it. Yes. I remember reading like an interview really early and one of them said that the kick in the eye was described by a Buddhist monk. Like when you reach enlightenment, it feels like you just get like kicked in the eye. And that's why they wrote that song. It's so great. Wow. <laughs> What's funny about this one specifically is like it, it sounds like some somewhere in between disco and new wave yeah it's... well that would make sense i mean when, when you look at you know the time yeah that's a good point justin but i loved it i, I and, and then i i love that the subject matter is like it, it it still gave me that that overall gothy feeling that i was looking for by the you know by the time i'm making my cuts so that's that's yeah. why it's for me they're like, they're, they're, they got some glam in them, right, Fredo? Yeah. They're kind of like yeah, a, yeah. What, what, you know, like a dark look, glam band. Yeah, but if you look at, um, uh, if, if you look at goth music, you, you know, um, it, it has elements of glam to it. Because yeah. while, while glam was colorful, but it was also, you know, makeup, a lot of the goth, you know, had the dark eye line, uh, eyeliners and, and, you know, it, it, blonde kids would dye their hair jet black and yeah, and paint their nails and all that kind of stuff. So it had that element of, of, of a little bit of of the, you know, the androgyny also of, of yes. uh, glam. That's right. Mm-hmm. And you know, they cared about they cared about style and drama yeah. and aesthetics and presentation and mm-hmm. you know, it, like. Now all the bands just look like your neighbor in some dumpy sweater, you know? Like right, I don't want right. to go see my neighbor. I want to go. I want to like go fantasize about you know something. I want to be in his feet and like yeah, you know, and, yeah. you know, it, it, yeah, and, and yeah. It was a lot of it, there was a lot of showmanship. I just talked about how Peter Murphy hung upside down like a bat. Yeah, you know why they sang Bella Lugosi's Dead, and he and he used to do that back in the day. But there was all there was a lot of showmanship. Um, you know, you can you can see some of maybe uh, uh, some Bowie showmanship yes. from like his Ziggy from like his Ziggy days for um, sure in, in in those first few albums. Yes. All right. 
No pressure, Fredo, but two for two so far. I know. And, uh, I'm going to go with, you know what? Uh, I'm going to go with the, the other one that kind of uh, pops into um, uh, in, in, into um, what a lot of people would know. Um, in, what is it? Oh, Burning from the Inside. And there, that's her fourth album. Uh, she's in Parties. Yes. Me too. I love that song. I got it too. <laughs> That's a great song, Fredo. I know. They were kind of a mess on that record. That was our breakup record, you know? <laughs> That's good to hear because like, I think I ended up with not much from this record. Yeah, it's a challenging record. I love it, but um, it, I have the least from that record for sure. Mm-hmm. Right, back around three for three. Three for three. I feel like the pressure is officially off. Um, but which one do I do? Hmm. Let's go back to the first record. How about in the flat field? Yep. Yes. Hey, hey, hey. Good call. That song is crazy. He's like, yeah, the lyrics of that song, he's taking you on like a mythological field trip. Woo, woo. Let me keep my mouth shut. <laughs> uh, but, I, you, you know, I'm going to go with some. Uh... Oh, no, it's not my turn. Sorry. No, sir, it's not. We've hit Fredo's four. We need to really blow it now. Yeah. Gonna... No, I said four or I said five. No, you went five. I yep. went five. No, yeah. I went five. So. Yeah, we're four for four. Yeah. Yeah. We're four oh, for four. Pressure's, okay. Pressure's completely off, Gavin. Don't. <laughs> totally off. We're going to flip over to the singles. And, you know, oh, Justin, you know, you guys always talk about how cover songs, right? Like how it's important to do it different or do it better or do something different. Bauhaus did great covers, and they covered uh, early on in their career, speaking of glam bands, Fredo, they covered Telegram Sam by T-Rex. Do you guys have that? Yes. I think that was like one of my last cuts. Hold on. Yeah, that was one of my last cuts. But it's two. It's two. That's a great song, too. I didn't... I didn't know that was a cover, but I also... that. I mean, to your point, it sounded like them. So, like, it, it definitely got through on my first pass. So, yeah. me cutting it had nothing to do with it being a cover, is, I guess, yeah. what I'm getting at. Well, that's right. Yep. All right. Where do you want to go, right. Fredo? I'm going to go to the first song off the first album. Uh, if, if you ever wondered... um. You know who was the father or or the, or or the grandfather of emo? Double Dare. Yeah, I got it. Totally. There we go. <laughs> okay, Fredo, I got to tell you this really quick story about that song. Go ahead. I'm gonna try to make it really quick. So, uh, yeah, I will make it really quick. So, in in '85, uh, I was 15, and I bought the comp that came out the the '79 uh, to '83 double album comp. Yeah. 
it was really beautiful. It was all embossed with like gold lettering because of course all their stuff is beautiful, right? Right. And I was with my best friend who we'd had a long history together and we were kind of breaking up at that point, going different ways at 15, but uh-huh. he's still really special to me. But uh, anyway, at that, we were in high school and I bought that record. I didn't have any money. That record must have been a, an insane amount of money. That was only an import. So I probably spent, you know, whatever my whole year's, you know, allowance on it or something. Right. Cause I really wanted to hear <laughs> them. You know, I, I didn't know, I couldn't understand what they would sound like. They just looked so cool. And I put it on and the first song on that comp is Double Dare. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it starts, my friend is like, I'm out. This is ridiculous. <laughs> and I, I was like, I was listening to it and I was like, I'm all in. And it looks like this is the end of the road for our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> You got to draw the line in the sand somewhere. Got to draw the line somewhere, yeah. So you were you were fifteen in eighty five. Yeah, I was I'm fifty three. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm fifty six. I'll be fifty seven. Oh, you saw better shows than me then. <clears throat> no, I I no no I didn't. I was I, I I didn't really start going to to concerts until until the nineties. Okay. I was working when I was young. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to go to them. I wait. I, all the bands I've seen, like I've seen them all now. Like I got to see Bauhaus, but it, you know, and I've seen Peter Murphy twice. But I would have loved to have seen Bauhaus in '83. Oh my god! <laughs> you know? Totally. Yeah, I saw them in '97 when or '98 when they did their first reunion. I saw them at the Hollywood Palladium, and it was the best show I've ever seen. Oh wow! Wow. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Justin. No, no worries. <laughs> that the just... old guys are. Uh... <laughs> we're, we're hurting out, Justin. Nostalgia is hurt out. In the, in right. the meantime, I'm 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 thinking about where I'm going to go next. So I think, I think I'm going to trot something out from the sky's gone out here. Let's kind of Lovely. kind of figure out where you guys are. In the night. Yep. I don't have in the night. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Two. Right. Two in bed. I'm just glad I've got every song that's been mentioned. So I was gonna far. say nothing's gone in the dumpster yet, so right. All right, Gavin. Um, let's go back to Mask, the second album. Do you guys have the passion of lovers? I was looking right at it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Oh my nice. god, dude! I'm excited. I think I, th- I think uh, what Gavin said was was true. Like the the ones kind of stick out, don't they? Like yeah. And you know, again, again, this that's not to demean the ones that don't. It's just for the purposes of this show, the ones that stick out are the ones that you know that are going to draw want somebody to in. listen to. Right. Yeah. So yeah. they're the ones that we want on this list. Yep. Oh. Hmm. This one is a banger. Totally. It's a single. Great song. There was no way I was passing this one up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Fredo? Uh, I think this this might be the first one to to whiff, but I got I I had to put it on my list. From the sky, uh sky's gone out. Party of the first part. 
<laughs> That's a bold choice, dude. Do you I have wish, it? Uh, no, I don't, but I wish I was courageous enough to have that. That's what, what about yeah, what about you, Justin? No, I can't save you, friend. Okay, well, the reason I picked that is because first of all, the 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 the, the instrument the instrumentation is awesome. Yes. But the fact that it's not a sung song, it's actually a discussion between the devil and this girl who's selling her soul. Yes. And and I just loved it. I, I just I, I thought, yeah, like you said, it was a bold choice for me for the show. I thought it was a bold choice for them. Them. Yeah. Almost almost buying into the you know, what the the stereo the stereotype of goth people. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. being dark and, and, and being on, uh, you know, vampiric and, and devil worshippers and all of that kind of stuff. Um, I, I loved it. I, 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 I was waiting and waiting and waiting. And it's like, no, man, this is staying on the list. I'm not <laughs> taking this off. Yeah, dude. People miss how funny they were. And they were always playing with their own reputation. And yeah. They would do really humorous stuff, and that's also obviously a comment on stardom and fame and right. the music industry selling your soul, which they all was, which was a theme that ran through some of their songs. And right. uh, such a great song! I'm so glad you picked that. It's so cool. Awesome. Well, yeah. why don't I stay on that record? Uh, all we ever wanted was everything. Hell yeah. All we ever got was cold. No, I, no, I didn't put that one on. Okay, two's all right. <sighs> We're sitting at six unanimous, but well, <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of gameplay left. But like, oh, as, yeah, yeah. as of right now, uh, there is still room for NTP. Oh, there's, oh, there's still a lot of room. So, all right, Gavin. So I'm gonna go over to the singles. Uh, I'm gonna, so do you guys have their second single was called Dark Entries? No. I got it. Nice. Just like that, out of NTP. Okay. All right. Fredo. Okay, I think we need to go, we need to get back on track. <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna go off the second album, Mask. Yeah. Uh, with the song "Dancing." Oh, it's a great song. I don't have it. I do. Okay. And we officially have a conversation now, fellas. Oh. You know what I like about that song is one of the things people don't realize is that goth is very danceable. Mm-hmm. Yes. It really, really is, and you know everybody thinks it's this. It, it's this moody, dark thing, and it and it is, but it's also very danceable. And and if if you listen to a lot of these songs, man, you know, listen to those bass lines. They, I mean, they, they make you move your feet, whether you want to or not. I wonder. Uh, I wonder if they influenced uh, one young Mark Hoppus, <laughs> bass player for Blink One Eight Two. All right. Um. Don't, don't ever mention them again. Mm. <laughs> you know how I feel about them. Yeah. Well, I guess this is growing up, Fredo. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that song so much. Let's go back to the beginning, shall we? How about Stigmata Martyr? Hell yeah. No, that was one That's of the songs. So oh my God, I know, but that was one of the songs that I said. Remember I said I had to. Yeah, cut from the first yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Are you guys Catholic? I am not. I am. I am. Yeah. Well, maybe subconsciously, Fredo, you just couldn't pick that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gavin, where do you want to go? All right. Well, so Fredo, check this out, man. I don't, when I was a kid in the 80s, obviously, you know, you remember pre-internet, you had to figure out records on your own and yep. take a chance and buy something because you like the cover or right. you got some bad information and, you know, you would pick a record or whatever. We used to get this little, I don't know how the hell we got this. We got a little Xeroxed stapled booklet from England that mm. was called Burning Airlines. And you could order posters, T-shirts, and buttons out of it. Wow. And from that little photocopied black and white booklet, <clears throat> I would learn about all the bands that I wanted to hear because you would kind of see their aesthetic, you know, their right. their their artwork and stuff. And that's how I discovered Bauhaus. I, that's what, how I discovered Joy Division. Like that, wow. they jumped out at me off the page. Like what, it, what could this band possibly sound like with this kind of art and these kind of mm -hmm. posters? And um, yeah, I was just so excited to hear them. I'm gonna go, okay, so I'm gonna go with a B-side from the singles. Uh, it's the Telegram Sam B-side. It's called Crowds. Uh, no, it's a little piano sparse thing with just Peter Murphy and a piano, and it's mm -hmm. brutal and brilliant. I cannot save you there, friend. All right, uh, that's a swing and a miss. The only one, only other one to go in the bin. Only two so far. Okay, pretty, pretty great batting average for us today. Yeah, that we're doing all right. Well. All right, Fredo. All right, I'm gonna go with this. So, I'm going to go with the song because to me, it sounded like Devo. <laughs> um, and that's off uh, The Sky's Gone Out, uh, Third Uncle. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And that's my seven. That's, there it is. <laughs> that's the opening song. Fredo, that's a Brian Eno cover. Is it? Yeah. Off I didn't know of, that. Yeah, off one of his early, early records. Wow. I just but they do it really cool. It, it you know what? And it makes sense to me as to why it sounds like Devo. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he produced Devo's first album. Yeah, he produced the first album, right. That's right. It's off Taking Tiger Mountain by Strategy oh, from seventy four. I'll have to look them up. Again, like there you go. Like proof that Justin is not anti cover. Right. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have known, but it sounded like them. Like knowing that it would have a, was a cover would not have removed this song. Yeah, right. yeah. And you know, they came up on you know they came up on Eno, Bowie, Roxy Music, right? Yeah. Uh, 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 again, a lot of the glam rock. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, so we're back to me. Mm -hmm. I feel like we can probably do a couple more rounds and then, and then dump it. Yeah, I don't think we're in danger of 
haven't it out yet. How about the man with X-ray eyes? Off mask. I don't have it. I don't either. Ooh, mm. my first. My friend did a black metal cover of that. It's really great. This is a good time for the whiffer, but I was hoping to to go perfect. Mm-hmm. I think we all got one whiffer, right? Yep. All right. Well, let me add a. Well, it's it's Gavin's turn first. Oh goddamn! Why do I keep thinking? <laughs> trying to skip you, man. I, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to the singles. Uh, do you guys have spirit? No, I do. Yes. Spirit's got two. I think the discussion is gonna be just almost as much fun as going through the list. <laughs> um, my turn, right? Yes. Yep. Yes. Okay. Well, you know what? Since since Gavin seems to like the singles so much. I'm going to go with one of the singles, um, The Sanity Assassin. Ooh. I don't have it. That's, I love that song, though. I do. Oh. I got it. Yes! Wow. I got a lot of twos. Yep. <laughs> Brutality. Brutality. We, but you know what? We still got enough where we can... We do. Uh, we can bring it home. Yep. All right. Where do I want to go here? I'm I'm running out. I got one, two, three. Four. I got five. Okay. So yeah, there's still enough that we could we could get out of this thing somehow. I I got seven. Hmm. Yeah, I got a lot too. Um, I got seven too. Well, let me try this one out. How about Hair of the Dog? Oh, I no. don't have it. Another whiffer. All right. Okay, off the first album, do you guys have The Spy in the Cab? No. Oh, nope, me neither. Okay. Okay. All right, Fredo? Let's go, let's go off of uh, uh, Burning from the Inside. Yeah. A song that's got, it, it, it's got, it sounds like it's got some reggae in it to me. Uh, Honey Croon. I don't have it. <laughs> Me neither. Oh. Are we officially there? It feels like we <laughs> might be officially there. I think we can go one more round. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I guess I got to go all the way back up to the top. How about dive? No. What? Nope. <clears throat> all right. Dive. Gavin? Okay, off the third album, they're, they're, uh, they taught, they, I like Bauhaus because they taught me a lot about art and different stuff, you know, they would like point me in a cool direction. They, there's this surrealist game that artists would play in the early 1900s called The Exquisite Corpse. Yeah. It has a, you can do it as a drawing or as a writing, as like writing or whatever. I don't want to go into all the rules. It's mm. wiki that shit or whatever. But um, <laughs> they do it with music. They, they Bauhaus has like four songs they did that I know of as an exquisite corpse where they would like give a rule. Like all, all of us would go to like a different room, let's say. And they would be like, okay, here's the drum beat. And 
here's one element that you need to use in this. And then everybody would do their own thing. And then you would patch it together into like this Frankenstein of a song. Um, and it's, they're always really great when they did it. Do you guys have exquisite corpse? Off the I, sky? Do. I do not. Although, and you know, what? that, that is definitely a thing where a story like that, had I known going in, would have given it an edge because that's fucking cool. <laughs> I, I, I'm telling, and you know what? I, I, I didn't know the, the origins of, of the exquisite corpse, but in my notes, I have that I love the shift in tones. Yeah. And, and, and I use the word tones because I couldn't come up with the right, with, that's with right. The proper, you, yeah. you know, like this, it would just like switch. And I yeah. Think it, yeah, and, and it was one of the things that drew me to it. It's because of what I just said, right? It's all yeah, four no, of them. That makes sense now, course. yeah. Yeah. yeah did did you have it, right now? Yeah, I had it. Yeah, oh, awesome. Cool. Dude, that's great. Cool. All right, Fredo? Okay, uh, this is, this is going to be my last one, right? Then we'll dump out? Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Yeah, <clears throat> unless, uh, uh, unless this one goes all the way through. And... Uh, Let's go with the. Uh, let's go. Uh, yeah. Um, let's go with uh, who killed Mr. Moonlight. Oh, I don't have it. I love that song. Can't save your friend. That's uh, a David J song. The bass yeah. player wrote that. <clears throat> All right. So I only have three left here. So. Uh, I'll start right at the top. Seat Vitus Dance. Yep, I got it. I don't. All right, this could get really ugly here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, coming down from Burning from the Inside, the title track, Burning from the Inside. Uh, Ooh. Yep. I don't have it. That's a cool song. All right, so that's another <laughs> fucking two. <laughs> I hate it. I hate this. Place. I love this, I man. I really do. All right, and last but not least, from the singles, Lagartia Nick. Lagartia nope. Nick. No, I don't have it. Okay. All right. So that was the only one for for me. All right. So I'm out. That's it. What do you? All right, Gavin. What do you got? Fredo, do you got Hollow Hills? Um, no. You got off mask. Do you have in fear of fear? Off mask. Yep, I got that one. (laughs) Okay. Off of the sky's gone out. Do you have silent hedges? Sky's gone out. Yep. (laughs) Okay. Off of burning from the inside. I have that last really pretty beautiful little song. Do you have hope? No, I don't. And then off the singles, do you have Terror Couple Kill Colonel? No. No, that was one of my final cuts. Yeah, that's a great one. What did you have? Um, I had uh, off, uh, The Sky's Gone Out. I had uh, Swing the Heartache. Yeah. Um, uh, give me a second here and see what else. I think, that's, I think that was it. Nice. I was gonna say, I think Gavin like just about cleaned you out. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Um, I I I do want to point out that between the three of us, other than the the three shadows parts, we covered the entire record. Yeah, we got all of it. 
Yeah. And the three shadows are so great too. Yeah. I I just had a hard time going, yeah, that should probably go on here somewhere. That that feels like something let's get somebody into the band and then they can find that on their own. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I felt bad putting in any part without, without the, other the others. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, where are we here? Uh, seven in. Seven. Yep. So, Gavin will have our final say. Mm-hmm. Let me uh, circle out of here so we know. Right Positive on the money. Person. Yeah. Uh, Double Dare, In the Flat Field, The Passion of Lovers, A Kick in the Eye, Third Uncle. Uh, she's in parties and Bella Lugosi's dead are our seven that are already in. Let me shake out these, uh, these twos here. Woof. How many is it? 13. <laughs> Holy shit. 13. Well, <laughs> that got well, trimmed down to it, three. Let me, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Now that you know the story behind exquisite capers, of courses, excuse me, exquisite courses. And you were the one who held out on it. Mm-hmm. You have a problem with that one going through? No, I think I think that's a really cool story. So awesome! All right, so let's do that. We'll grab that. That makes one easy. All right. Um, that brings us down to twelve. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so do we want to look at you know whether it's a single or not? Do we think that matters, or do we want to just go you know? Because technically, you and I have say on one, and then Gavin has the final say on number 10. Right. Um, I don't care about representation of singles. I think, you know, album representation is more is more important, I guess. All right, so let's see how that's shaking out right now. So we got one from Burning from the Inside, two from In the Flat Field, two from Mask, one from... So... Yeah, I, yeah we're one, two, one two, single. two, one. We're, we're yeah. good. Yeah. So, so we don't album know. representation is pretty is is pretty good too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, so we have two, two left, right, Justin? Yeah. So one one is like a group decision, and one is solely yours. Okay. So, uh, does everybody? Do we need to to run down the twos, or does? Well, one. Um, I'll go ahead. Run them down. All right. So we've got Saint Vitus Dance. Stigmata Martyr, Dancing, In Fear of Fear, Silent Hedges, In the Night, All We Ever Wanted Was Everything, Spirit, Burning from the Inside, Dark Entries, Telegram Sam, The Sanity Assassin. Anything kind of sticking out at you there, Fredo? I got I, three of them jumped out at me. Okay. Uh, silent, silent Hedges. Okay. Uh, the silent, uh, excuse me, the sanity assassin and telegram Sam. Okay. Those are the three that popped out to me. All right. What do you think, Gavin? Any well, other? silent hedges and telegram Sam were both my choices. I, I don't have the sanity assassin. It was their last single. I I like it. Telegram Sam's a cover. It's a pretty major like it's a well it's it's a big part of Bauhaus like lore that they did that and did it so well Silent Hedges is a very slow creepy goth song which um we got a lot of fast stuff Ooh, okay Uh, it'd be good to have us do we have any like slow gothy stuff 
I don't know, Fredo. I mean, Fredo, did you have Hollow Hills? You didn't, right? Nobody had Hollow Hills. No. Never mind. No. So, did you say? Did you did you just say that we have Hall and Oats? <laughs> no, <laughs> we're not doing Hall and Oats. Come on. No, but hopefully they're big Bauhaus fans. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna have the final say, so I'm probably talking too much. Out of those, I, I would choose either Silent Hedges for because it shows a really important side of them that that really creepy goth side. Or Telegram Sam, because it's just such a burner, dude. All right. So looking at the ones that are in Fredo, do we, to Gavin's point, do we have that slow gothy? I feel like. Well, a... I, I mean, we've, we've got Bella Lugosi's dead. Mm-hmm. Right. And and again, like I said, you know, that that and, and Joy Division's level tear, tear us apart. Or, you know, depending on, you know, who you ask, that's where goth begins. So, I think you've got that slow goth, quote-unquote, gothy part covered. Um, however, I, I have all three of the ones that were that are being talked about, so... Um, you choose. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I would say, honestly, um, I would say Telegraph Sam... Um, because nobody, if, if you didn't mention that it was a cover, nobody would know. Yeah, that's true. Nobody but, but, but diehard T-Rex fans. Yeah. Plus, I think it's cool to show their roots, you know? Yeah. That's well, a great choice. And like, like Gavin said, since it's such an important part of their lore, like, it, it probably should be here. So let's do that. That, that gives us our nine. That takes us to Gavin's, uh, number 10. As always, I prefer it to be a song that's alive, but it doesn't have to be. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'll pick one of the two. So I'm looking at All We Ever Wanted Was Everything, just because it's one of my absolute favorite songs ever. Uh, We can skip that. We can skip that. Spirit is so great. Let's do All We Ever Wanted Was Everything. It's really, really beautiful. And it covers that slow, gothy part that I wanted to represent a little more. There we go. I'm with it. So our final say is all we ever wanted was everything. Let me give us a little rundown here. We've got it. Double Dare, In the Flat Field, The Passion of Lovers, Kicking the Eye, Third Uncle, She's in Parties, Bella Lugosi's Dead, Exquisite Corpse, Telegram Sam, and All We Ever Wanted Was Everything. So let's turn up the heat a little bit more here, uh, Gavin. Which one of those ones is the one? Oh man, you know, it's Bauhaus isn't really that big. Well, from what Fredo was saying and repping, I mean, let's, well, okay, Fredo, here, I need your help with this. But like, <laughs> we could do Bella, right? But like, you got to fight for that at the end of the year, dude. Look, he, he, Bauhaus, I, I, I got to fight for, for whatever Bauhaus song. I got to yeah. fight for Bauhaus and, you know, yeah. and we still, and we still got, you know, more than half a year to go. You gotta yeah. go. You, I mean, God damn it. It's the birth of freaking God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, yeah. Um, that, that's what I'm going for. I, I, if, we can do that. So that's right. So use the argument that it, it's bigger than the band. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm with it. <laughs> I'm with it. <laughs> you know, you know, I was just just clarifying. Mm-hmm. All right, so we we shall lock that in. 
Bela Lugosi's Dead is our number one. And of course, my phone has, there we go, disconnected. Bela Lugosi's Dead is our number one double double dare in the flat field. The Passion of Lovers, Kick in the Eye, Third Uncle, She's in Parties, Exquisite Corpse, Telegram Sam, and All We Ever Wanted Was Everything Rounds Out Our Town. Let's let Bela Lugosi's Dead get its moment in the sun. How about that? If you had to pick one song represent God. It's this. Yeah. That's that's the birth of emo right there. If it wasn't <laughs> for that, you wouldn't have emo. And just like that, you just explained why Blink-182 is a big fan of Bauhaus. That's your mouth. Yeah. I said we're not going to say that anymore. <laughs> All right, we have done it. We have turned you on to Bauhaus, just like Mark Hoppus. Uh, Shut up, <laughs> You're very welcome. So uh, get into them and uh, and check that out, and get into the show. Why not? Why don't you? Uh, it's it's a as you can tell, it's a fun time for for all involved. Uh, I'm so excited to see so many new names signing up to come play with us. I love it. Uh, if you want to do that, you can go to legionstupid.com, and if you hit the top podcasts then you hit deprogrammed not even quite halfway down the page there is a sign up form tell me what band you want to talk about and uh, if it's one we haven't done yet kaboom we'll sign you up and uh, once there's a panel we'll we'll, we'll get it done have you, uh, have you done Susie yet we have not there is a panel oh. waiting but uh we'll we'll talk about that on the other side uh okay. but we have not done Susie seeing the banshees yet um okay. You you've completely knocked me off my my game here. Uh, but, hey, well, to that point, if I you know. want if you want to see all episode all fifty episodes that Fredo's done, that's <laughs> where you do it. Legionofstupid.com. You click on his name; it'll take you to all fifty episodes. You can listen to all of them, and that doesn't oh, even that's how, how great I am. <laughs> it doesn't even <laughs> count all like the the best of episodes. So that's that's just bands that you've done. If you want to hear Gavin episodes, same thing. Click his name and it'll take you to the uh, episodes that he's done. You want to hear Justin episodes? Well, if you don't, too bad. I'm on all of them. So there. <laughs> if you don't like me, I'm sorry. I you, Nothing can be done about this. Uh, but you know what? Something can be done about if you do like me. Patreon.com slash oh, hi, Justin. One dollar a month gets you in the door. It gets you access, early access to deprogrammed. It gets you access to immediate access to the conversation we're about to have after the fact uh and it gets you you know a, a monthly hey uh thank you an audible thank you it also gets um you know a, a couple other audio things here and there so you know, get it on the ground floor why don't you it also gets you access to places in discord which is uh where we do this show so that's fun times come join the discord if you like uh and also we're a podcast so you can subscribe rate comment all that would be great. You can now hit the five star button on Spotify. That would be cool. Um, and you know, five stars on uh, Apple Podcasts would be also equally awesome. But the absolute best way you can help this program is by telling somebody that you listen to Deprogrammed. Word of mouth, friends, 
uh, hey, I listen to Deprogrammed, and you can too. I would appreciate that more than I'll ever be able to put in the world. With, but with that, I'm going to keep tripping over my tongue and also say Bauhaus. Learn them and love them, people. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.